0: Did this guy ever see you eat? After dinner is the time I need a cigarette most. As long as I don't stop eating, I'll be fine. Well, this is very good, Phoebe. You're already identifying those moments that trigger your worst cravings. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to be insulting just because you're wrestling with an unhealthy and disgusting habit. It isn't disgusting it's wonderful. And that's uh, that's from Fraser. You probably recognize the voice. And notice when someone else comes in and tells you it's disgusting and awful, you rush to the defense. Most of us do that, even if we have a bad habit. And someone tries to buck, you know, fight against us, we we uh, then pursue the habit even stronger. And how why does that happen? Uh, And how can you change that? Well, number one, you need to be clear in your own mind if you want to, in this case, quit smoking, you need to be clear. Of why, what are the benefits to you of quitting smoking? Sometimes people even make benefit cards, little cards they carry around to remind themselves why they want to quit smoking. And the alternative to that is coming up with a whole list of reasons of, in quotes, values of why you enjoy smoking. And some of them are—they're uh, all real. I mean, it relaxes you. It—it it, um, there's a camaraderie when you're smoking with others. But those become in the li- in psych in psychological talk permission giving beliefs they give you permission to continue in your bad habit so whether you're overeating and you say oh you know i can have the cake today i'll start my diet tomorrow bingo. That's a permission giving belief. You're giving yourself permission to continue in the bad habit. You want to connect, co- collect those thoughts and work with the people around you so that they're supportive of you and not critical of you. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the rational basis of happiness. And what if that's not your problem? But what if you have obsessive compulsive disorder? Well, what is that? That's when your mind latches on to thoughts or images that you don't want. They're uninvited. And they're usually very, very negative thoughts, maybe of hurting people or something bad's going to happen to you or you'll be embarrassed. And you try to stop the thoughts or to neutralize them by doing something else, which we call compulsion. Maybe you check the refrigerator door or you check the house door many times to make sure that it's locked. Maybe you pray or maybe you count in order to get these thoughts out of your head. Maybe you have irrational rules that you're following. If I I walk in a circle 5 times then my boyfriend will call me and or or that the bad thing won't happen that you're anticipating and none of those are practical so here is a woman who is suffering from obsessive compulsive disorder Hi, Dr. Kenner. See what you think on this one. I'm, 21, I'm a 21-year-old married woman, woman, and I've been suffering from obsessive-compulsive disorder for one and a half years. It started with thoughts of harming people. Then it went to health. I was worried about getting certain diseases like cancer or Alzheimer's. Then it went to thoughts of not liking my husband. It's ruining my life and my love for my husband. Every day I wake up with thoughts of being gay, like non-stop, and they never go away unless I browse the Internet to reassure myself that I'm not gay. I'm straight. I have loved men my whole life. Again, you're 21 years old, so that gave me a little smile. And always had dreams of men. But I was never attracted to the same sex, and I don't want to be. I want myself back. I've lost most of my attraction for men. Ugh, I hate this. Will it ever go away? I keep thinking about my future and that these thoughts are ruining it. They keep me from enjoying my life. I really want to see a therapist, but my hubby doesn't want me to. He and my parents think that they are a waste of time and that OCD will go away on its own. Will this ever go away? Carissa, Carissa, number one. Yes, you are right. Get yourself to a therapist. Be independent. Don't go by what your hubby thinks or your parents think. It is your life and happiness. And if they were to go away on their own, they would have happened a year and a half ago. It's been going on way too long, and you're building up mental thought paths, mental habits that you want to address. And you want the sooner you address them, the better for you. But get yourself a good therapist. I can understand why many people say, oh, therapy is a waste of time because. Therapists differ. Get yourself a cognitive therapist. That's what I would recommend because they're going to teach you thinking skills. For example, let me tell you a few things you're doing, and then I'll come back to your marriage and what's going on. Questions about what's going on there. But uh, a few things you're doing when you say, "Will this ever go away?" That's called a negative rhetorical question because <laughs> the answer to that in your subconscious or any of our minds is, "No, it never will." And so we give up and we get more anxious. We re- we release more cortisol. Adrenaline, we get more depressed, and we think the future is hopeless. Well, then you're attacking one of your core ideas, your most fundamental ideas about your life. If your future is hopeless, if you'll always be tormented by these thoughts that, that you're uh, of your sexuality, that you're gay, then that's a problem. You want to be able to look at your sexuality more accurately rather than torturing yourself. You're also using, they would teach you skills in cognitive therapy about. Don't predict a negative future. It's called the excuse me the fortune telling error. We tell our kids, "You've got a messy room. You'll never go anywhere in life." Oh, what a mistake! Because kids hear those awful things we say. We say them to ourselves. Oh, I lost my keys. I'm such a space shot. I'll never go anywhere in life. And come on, get over it. You know, you don't want to make that fortune telling error. So once I learned about the fortune telling error, I made it a whole lot. Uh, I, I was able to stop myself from from, uh, doing that to myself. So you'll also get to the underlying issues. What's going on? And that's what I want to turn to now. So what's going on? When you had thoughts about harming people, notice that you did overcome those. So first, credit yourself with that. I have worked with many, many sweet people who wouldn't harm their dog, their pet. And but they have these terrible thoughts, and many times it's just displaced anxiety. Something else is going on in their life that they want to address, but they torture themselves with these thoughts. So so kudos to you, Carissa, for getting over those. And you want with a therapist, you can explore. Hey, how did I do that? That was pretty cool. Then you went to health. We usually call that hypochondriasis when you focus on. Oh my God, I must have cancer, or I must have Alzheimer's. Again, you're 21 years old, so the. Chances are quite rare that you would have Alzheimer's, but people who get riveted to that idea, even if they get good news from a doctor, they say, "Oh, what the heck does the doctor know?" And they go doctor shopping. So the third, the third set of thoughts you call you um, obsessive compulsive thoughts, aren't. You said it went to thoughts of not liking your husband. That's where I would want to dig a lot deeper. You want to understand yourself in your marriage. What's going on in your relationship? What's the story behind your intimacy with your husband? When did these thoughts start? You want to give yourself the gift of being honest with yourself. What's going on in the marriage? Many times there are sexual problems, especially with uh, couples who are just married. And it could be that there are sexual discrepancies. Maybe your husband wants sex a little rougher or in ways you don't enjoy or maybe more frequently than you do and you don't give yourself a voice. Maybe he's he's kind of tough to deal with. I don't know. And so if you don't give yourself a voice, many times I've worked with women who've said, you know, I've said I could do without men for life, that it's just too much. They've had one or two bad experiences and they generalize to all men. So number one, all men are not like that. Number two, The whole idea about being attracted to a woman isn't a moral issue. You have a right to be attracted to whomever you want. So you're saying that it's not comfortable. We, we call it ego dystonic. It's not sitting well with you. You don't want those thoughts. So, you don't want to try to just push them out of awareness because then they flood back in. Just like if I said, don't think of pizza right now, all you would think about is pizza. Uh, so, you want to get the skills from a good therapist. Go to my website, the academy. You can go to the website, academyofct.org for a cognitive therapist. You can go to my website, um, drkenner.com, for four books that I recommend, and there are many good cognitive therapy workbooks, too.